You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's not another Buffalo podcast. Hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John, Pat, and Brando. On Buffalo Rumblings. All right, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with my buddy Pat today. Brando's out of commission. He's uh, getting the wisdom teeth out, so we figured we'd spare you from uh, him drooling all, all over the mic today. No, I'm just kidding, Brando. <laughs> Heal up fast, buddy. Uh, this is Buffalo Rumblings Podcast. You can find us on all platforms at Not Buff Podcast. I just want to let you guys know this episode is brought to you by Small City Realty. If you are looking to buy, sell, or manage property in Western New York, got to contact Zachary Corzillis at Small City Realty. That's 585-409-1088. 585-409-1088. And by the J-Corps Agency for all your insurance needs. So, Pat, we got the Super Bowl coming up this week. Obviously, we'd be a lot more hyped about it if our bills were still in the running for it. But at this point, you know, it's, it's whoever versus who cares. But which, which out of those teams are you are you pulling for? Like, which one would you rather see win? Well, I feel like, you know, in the in typical Buffalo Bills spirit, I would like to see Kyle Shanahan after being in the big game. What is it? This is his third one. That's a good question. How many, how many Super Bowls has Kyle Shanahan coached? Like, are you talking about him being a member of people's staff too? Because I, that, I, or just as a head coach? Well, I think of the Falcons team, the heartbreaking loss. And that's then true. He of, was the uh, offensive coordinator for that, yeah. right? And then I guess and, the, uh, the Niners have been there one time with him. So right. I guess this is third time, third time, hopefully the, the charm. So that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, I got a poll for the Niners too. I'm not exactly a huge Chiefs fan right now. If anybody <laughs> has watched this podcast in the last week, you probably knew that. Or watched our online content, which is hilariously garnering much engagement from Chiefs fans. So thank you for that. You know, if we're not going to do anything else, at least let's rile up some Chiefs fans on Super Bowl week. But yeah, I'd like to see the 49ers win. I Again, Detroit would have been a much easier team to root for and like... Then, then we'd actually have some like a little bit of skin in the game for this game. But no, for me, it's just like a, a party with good food at this point. So this is this is a rematch of the Jimmy G Super Bowl, right? Where Jimmy G throws that interception with like a little bit of time left against the Chiefs, right? And that's why they won. So hopefully they can get it done this time. See, you know, it's so funny. Brock Purdy doesn't get the benefit of having the Brock Lobster nickname because Brock Osweiler took that away and then stunk for the rest of his, his short-lived career there in Denver. So I always thought that that was one of the better NFL quarterback nicknames, like Brock Lobster. And uh, yeah. now it's just gone. It's just well, gone. I'm, I'm sure the B-52s would pass it on to him if he asked specifically. <laughs> I mean, he does. I, I'm pretty sure he does have a, a name that we can't really. Oh, know, that's right. Say on air. Large <laughs> Phallus uh, Alice or whatever you would want to say. You know. Big uh, bank blank Brock. Yes. Oh, um, gotcha. Gotcha. But. No, I mean, so, it would be, he would be the first second-year quarterback to win a Super Bowl since Russell Wilson. Got to have a good career in front of you in San Francisco when your roster looks like that. I mean, 
it's pretty funny looking at the AFC versus the NFC where the AFC has been like the, the team in the Super Bowl has been really carried by their quarterback last few years. Whereas the NFC, it's like you have these really well-rounded rosters. And I'm not saying Kansas City isn't, but I, I would say that the 49ers are that. And nothing to take away from Brock Purdy at all. He's been playing great, but he doesn't have to be Superman for them to to win games. So that's the Kyle Shanahan magic, I guess, right? So you got any get any Super Bowl favorite foods or anything like that on the spread that you'll be looking out for that are uh, some like must haves for a Super Bowl party or usually we just have people over to the house and there there was a whole thing last year where my friend that I've lived with for a while here he I don't he he was basically catonic after the the Eagles game <laughs> and like wouldn't talk to anyone and just like sat at our our you know kitchen table and was it, it just wasn't a very good time so like I think that this year we're gonna go see our buddy Tark and he does for his Super Bowl party makes food from each team's hometown to kind of bring to the table so we'd be doing some like well I guess ribs and then what are they called burnt burnt edges burnt ends burnt ends yeah yeah and then he knows like some I guess Chinese American dishes that they make in San Francisco so it'll be a cool that's cool a little bit of rice aroni that's not the Chinese American dish but that's the that's like the first food that I associate with San Francisco which is not really right at all it's just a marketing thing by a rice company (laughs) but that's what it makes me think of have you ever watched um there's something about Mary John I haven't seen that movie that's that's a movie that I've heard about from you and from you only so it's on my must watch one of the protagonists like when he goes down to try and woo Ben Stiller's love tells everyone in Providence he says I'm I'm you know I've made the big time I just took a job at Rice Aroni but um <laughs> So what, what about great. you though? Like chicken wings, pizza? What do you, what do you guys usually? <laughs> well, you just hit the nail on the head right there. I'm like, I'm, I'm a basic Buffalo bitch. Like give me the wings, give me the pizza, give me the beer. You know, the three main food groups of Buffalo. That's really all I need. Like the side dishes are just side dishes. It's, it's wings, pizza, and beer. But I, I feel like if you wanted to, I, I actually, and I didn't fancy myself much of a baker until my, my girlfriend's kind of forced me into doing it, which is good. She's, you know, really kind of making me do some more. I, I know how to run a dishwasher now. It's just pretty sick. But like, nice. um, nice. you know, That's we, cool. we did recently chicken wing dip, which really wasn't that bad to make either. It was just like cream cheese. I got some canned chicken, hot sauce, a little bit of shredded yeah. cheese. Not bad. Do you do that in uh, the crock pot? Uh, we actually did it in the pan. We could have done it in a crock pot, but either way, it wasn't bad. It takes usually under like an hour to cook, so... Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I uh, recently have pulled out an old crock pot that I've had for a long time and never used for anything. And I've been doing the uh, the crock pot stuff. And it's nice to just kind of throw everything in there and then forget about it for eight hours. And then it's done when you need it, which is pretty cool. Uh, I'll have to try that. A little, little bit of a dip for the Super Bowl. Yeah. This week, it's on the so. Frank's Red Hot website, which is. That's when you know it's a good recipe because they make it with the good stuff. My fridge is always stocked with at least two or three bottles of Frank's Red Hot at any given time. So, yeah, that's good. I'm looking forward to it. You said you got some quotes today. Quotes with Pat is brought to you guys by Dancing Dog Treats. Dancing Dog Treats are nature's best for your best friend. Made with all natural ingredients in small batches right here where I live in Tennessee. You can check them out at dancingdogtn.com. That's dancing dog without a G at the end of dancing, dancing dog, tn.com. And I'll have that linked in the show notes for you guys. So you can click it really easily. So, uh, Pat, you got some, uh, Super Bowl week yeah. quotes here. Yeah. I know I, it's I, not I, technically media week yet. Cause we're filming this on Sunday. 
So like media week is this upcoming week, but, uh, yeah, well, I, I originally, I wanted to do a little bit more of like a in-depth piece I had watched recently. It was, it was like Flemlo or maybe KTO, one of those big time, like sports YouTubers had done a piece. There was actually a guy who he played center for, I think the 2002 Raiders and that Super Bowl, And he went gambling, went on such a bender that he lost track and like just partied through the entire Super Bowl and didn't even realize that he missed it. But, um, <laughs> What? It was like the starting center. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. I'm going to have to look that up. Let's see. The, the Bucks won that Super Bowl, yeah. right? Yep. That's, oh man. Rich Gannon setting some records. Five interceptions bad. in the big game. Legendary. Bad day at the office. Um, Where did that Super Bowl take place? That is a good question. I don't, I don't know. Pirate Bowl location. Can we call it the Pirate Bowl? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's what people would. Like that's my earliest football memory. Yeah. I, yeah. It is one of my earliest too. Okay. San Diego was where it was played. That's probably the last... Super Bowl that's going to be played in San Diego, at least in our lifetimes, unless the city grows bigger or something like that. But ever since they lost the Chargers, that was probably the last Super Bowl that was played in San Diego, right? I would imagine. I'm not sure, though. Yeah, I mean, Media Week is crazy. And then I always think about, too, it would have been the Seahawks-Pats Media Week. And I remember there was much ado about Marshawn not speaking. Oh, that's are- right. I'm just here so I don't get fined. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's, uh, that's classic. So, I mean, there's definitely been some... Some really strange, and I, I feel like it gives a, a chance. Even I was watching, like, wow, what's his name? Is his name Hieronimo? Um, the guy who's on, is it Jimmy Fallon? No, Jimmy Kimmel. No, was, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, and like they, I, I just watched recently one where like Hieronimo is trolling Bill Belichick, and he's like, <laughs> oh, this is great. What's what's your? Uh, and then he's like, uh, what did he say? He's like, what's this? What's the snapbook of your show? I'll tag you in it. And like, <laughs> oh, that's a classic one. The or snap face. Snap right? face. Yeah. Snap face is what he called it. Yeah. That's good. Um, I just looked it up, by the way. San Diego had Super Bowls in 88, 98, and 2003. So that was the last one. What a time to be alive. But, it, you know, and I think it's going to add to the lore so much of, I, I guess, Lamar and Josh when they finally do get there, that it'll be okay. And um, yeah. but just just for the fans out there, I don't think Peyton won his first one until year seven. Or No, I'm sorry. Peyton didn't win his until year nine. Michael Jordan didn't win his first one until year seven. So plenty of yeah. time here. I love it. It's time for Quotes with Pat. They're things that people said. When asked by Michael Irvin, who's the goat in wrestling? This person said, you know, that's a tough question. I'd probably go with Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, the stunner, baby. Coming at you like, boom. Lunges at Michael Irvin. You might get one right here. (laughs) Um... I don't know the context of this interview or anything like that, but I guess my first guess would be the guy who kind of looks a little bit like Stone Cold Steve Austin, maybe Dan, Dan Campbell. You would think, I mean, that sounds like a very Dan Campbell thing to say, like pretend, threaten the interviewer, (laughs) but a little bit farther back in time. Oh, but farther back in time. These are, these are famous media quotes from Super Bowl week. Gotcha. Okay. Not, I mean, Um, it's not like outrageously long ago, but just not this most recent one. Hmm. I don't know. Coaches that have been to a couple Super Bowls. I guess it's a, I it's a player who said it. It's a player who said it. Okay. Um, Gronk. Yes. Correct. Really, Gronk. Oh, yep. sick. I got lucky there. Yeah. No, the Gronk man. He's he's the man. Um, it's so funny when he talks. You can actually really tell like what part of Buffalo he's from. It's really funny to me. Like I did. I never recognized that growing up as a kid, but now that I'm removed from Buffalo, you start to like pick up on accents and. Like my friends in college always used to tell me that I sounded Canadian and I was like, I don't understand. I don't have an accent. Like, shut up guys. And like, now I get it. Now I get it. 
those like those those Williamsville folks, they're in a different level. But it's crazy too because <laughs> I don't know if any of our listeners ever watch One Tree Hill, great show, recommend it. I don't know if you've ever seen it, John. <laughs> I have not. American soap opera about high school basketball players, but Chad Michael Murray. One right, of the, he's from Buffalo too. He's right? from Buffalo, yeah, and um, he's in that show, and it does like you're just like. God, like it makes you feel at home a little bit. Like you definitely, like you said, feel like he's Canadian. He's saying like, you know, like a bunch of times and stuff, but like, yes, yeah, we have an accent. So this, this one right here, this player starts by answering a question. He points to the back and he says, yes, you in the white dress. And the woman in the white dress says, will you marry me? In response to that, this player says, I have a few misses in my life, but never a proposal. I remember when this happened too. Oh man, I'm not. I'm not recalling getting proposed is, is to it, by a stranger it, in Super Bowl see. Media Week. Is this? Uh, I don't know. Is this like? I'm trying to think of handsomer QBs. Uh, I guess I would guess like Jimmy G or something like that. Maybe no, I didn't. I, I didn't Tom. get out to Super Bowl Week that week to say it to Jimmy. <laughs> but who who else uh, did you say? Tom Brady, maybe. Yep. It was Tom. It was Tom. Tom. Nice. Yep. I remember. Right, that's like right. the first Giants Super Bowl. And getting proposed to was like hysterical. That's, that's so funny. We'd probably remember that more if they won. <laughs> yes. Okay. The last one goes, um, this player after winning an award from entertainment tonight said this, I'd like to thank Pantene Pro V or anyone else who wants to send me some free shampoo and conditioner. I have a guess for this, but it's only based on, I don't know. I think he does like head and shoulders now. Um, uh, Troy Troy Polamalu, correct. correct. Is that how that started? I wonder if those brand partnerships like started because of that. Well, that's what I guess he won the Entertainment Tonight Award for best hair out of anyone in the Super Bowl teams. Well deserved. Yeah, know. and they showed they showed like people have been recipients of that award before, and like what's his name Jimmy Johnson like threw a fit about he either won it or didn't win it, but then he was like, "This is all my hair can do. What do you want me to do? Shave my hair off?" <laughs> But um, yeah, Troy was yeah, taking so advantage of the, the sponsors. But oh my god, we had a uh, we had a top ten last week where it was matchups we'd rather see than the 49ers versus the Chiefs, and I said the NFL on Fox crew versus the NFL on CBS crew would be pretty entertaining. Who do you who do you think you'd take in that matchup? Speaking of Jimmy Johnson being on the Fox crew. You know, so they've got what Terry Bradshaw. They do have Gronk, so it's not just an old guys show. But NFL on CBS, they got Where they got what, Tony. Those are the booth guys. So like the studio crew is Phil Sims, Boomer, Coach, Steelers coach, whatever yeah. Cower, Coach Cower, yeah. those guys. Isn't it like Nate Burleson's out there too? Yeah, Nate Burleson. So, I, so I, you, you, you got some guys that can kind of play I mean, in there, but uh, that would be it, it. Would be like yeah, Nate Burleson v. Gronk. Well, it'd probably be Tony <laughs> Romo and Nate Burleson both like on Gronk's back, like elementary schoolers on a little league coach's right. back or something. But I don't and know. If we're probably- including the booth guys, then they get they get Greg Olson at Fox too. So he's not too far removed. You know, not no, like he's a, he's a big dude. Know. I guess I'd have uh, to go also, with Fox. Yeah, I was gonna say Michael Strahan on that crew as well. So uh I think he he could probably still do some damage, but I don't I don't think Terry's running away from everybody. <laughs> well, isn't <laughs> Tom Brady's about to uh join the Fox crew here is he is. I think he's going to take Greg Olson's spot. You know, we don't watch a lot of Fox games as Bills fans, right? It's more when they're in, you know, the late window or something like that. But most people think he's like their favorite color coordinator. 
these days out of anybody out of any of the, really? the broadcast crews but yeah i don't know I, i'm not i don't think that there's a lot of color commentators that i really like out of all the broadcast i know crews, i know you're know, on I the tony like, hate train i i like tony though tony sounds like someone's long-winded dad that you're watching the game <laughs> with you know He's not the worst. I'd rather have interesting than boring when it comes to commentating. You yeah, because I mean, you, you could not, have, but. I mean, you could have Chris Collinsworth for every game. And then, yeah, um, which, you know, I, I think Chris Collinsworth is less bad when you're not watching a Chiefs game. If you are watching a Chiefs game, it's pretty bad. Or if he keeps bringing up Patrick Mahomes, which he did a lot this year. But sometimes he can be pretty good, you know. He is, though. Because if, it, if it's non-Patrick Mahomes related, then he'll do the same thing that he does where he just worships, right? you know, Josh Allen. If there's anyone else playing that's not Patrick Mahomes. But I'm trying to... Th- there are some bad ones. Like, um, what's his name? Jay. It's not Jay Glazer. Is it Jay Skursky? Ian Eagle is bad. I'm not a fan of him. That's um, fine. People like Ian Eagle most of the time, but yeah, it do does they? kind of feel like you're watching college basketball a little bit sometimes. Like that's what Ian Eagle sounds like to me. Man, or or like day, Florio, so. I guess sometimes. I don't think he calls yeah, Flor- the games necessarily, does no, he? No, he doesn't. He's in no Florio's Florio's NBC's guy that they talk to, and he he's like the least trustworthy of all, any of all the NFL insiders. And he'll get a couple things right every once in a while, but most of the time he's just he really understands the polarization tactics of of reporting. So he'll put out some goofy stuff or put kind of a spin on it that's not yeah. necessarily responsible reporting but sorry you know who else i was thinking so. is good is lewis riddick is pretty good i remember him being yeah good too lewis riddick isn't bad yeah he's on the espn crew i think they have joe buck and troy aikman on espn right now so there was a guy let me see what his name was he had me he called the bills titans game and he kept mixing up if you remember ryan Tannehill and josh allen because they were both wearing number 17 that's right. See, I was at that game, so I didn't hear the broadcast on that, but I remember that being a big thing. Well, Pat is looking for that yeah. name. Want to let you guys know about what DraftKings has going on for the Super Bowl. If you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. If you want to look at some of the lines on this game, if you're thinking 49ers, they are minus two. If you're thinking Chiefs, plus 105 on the money line, if you want to get some plus money on that. And I kid you not, there's an entire tab on DraftKings called For the Swifties with a bunch of prop bets that are all Taylor Swift themed. So make sure you go check that out on DraftKings Sportsbook. And if you don't have DraftKings Sportsbook, download it now and use code NABP. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code NABP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. So who's that? Who's that commentator you were talking about? Steve Levy. Steve Levy. Yeah, I, I think he. Well, he'd still be on ESPN broadcast yeah. if it weren't for Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. But there's sometimes in December where they get double games or the Monday Night Football double headers. I think Steve Levy still calls games a couple times a year, but not not every week anymore. That's so funny. I don't mind listening to Steve Levy, but usually if something is on ESPN, I've been watching the Manning Cast if they have it on. Are you a Manning Cast guy, or do you like just watching the regular broadcast usually? I don't have like ESPN Plus or anything. 
So, I usually, so you just, usually just throw it on ABC, right? Yeah. If so the Bills play, the, I get it. And like if they don't, I have like the NFL app on my phone, right. you know, you pay whatever. But right. Because right. you can't have ESPN Plus and watch Monday Night Football. You like need some other type of, right? Like, that's a good question. I think ESPN Plus is enough to watch Monday Night Football, but I could be wrong. I don't know if there's like any kind of blackout rules or something like that. But hype, hype. So who you got though, John? For have you already said this previously? I I haven't. We haven't made our game pick, so I'll text you to uh, put it in there. But I mean, I guess we can get your game pick now. San Fran is favored by two, so I'll uh, I'll pull up the spreadsheet here. Who are you are you gonna take San Fran minus two or Chiefs like, plus two? I feel like the axis of evil continues, and like I can't even as much as I want to hate on Patrick, and I do hate him, and I feel like he's a baby, and you know, <laughs> whatever. Well, I, I guess the thing that I like about Patrick Mahomes this year and Josh Allen's about to face a very similar situation here, and maybe next season, hopefully not next season, is the fact that like, like you were saying about AFC quarterbacks really have to having to carry their team is like this man has a terrible wide receiver core. Like his best wide receiver right now is a rookie in Rasheed Rice, basically, other than like Travis Kelsey, which is saying something so right and like isaiah pacheco i mean granted he's quite good was not very touted at all so i mean it, the patrick mahomes is a diva and everyone kisses his butt but his team is so bad around him that you can't help but kind of kind of root for him you know and steve spagnolo's i don't know he's he's gonna blitz like 99 percent of the game <laughs> and so it's right. either gonna be like brock purdy has three or four 80 plus touchdown you know 80 plus yard touchdowns probably not but i don't know it'll be an interesting game and i do like the fact that the chiefs are sort of so bad other than patrick mahomes so I, i'll take the chiefs all right chiefs for pat i'm gonna go san francisco out of pure spite but I, I think it'll be an interesting matchup if san francisco's offense can score points against kansas city's defense i think they'll win and that sounds like just regurgitated spew but I think that Kansas City's defense and San Francisco's defense are probably on par with each other. It's really just going to be like this could easily be a very low scoring Super Bowl or well, that's they what, could come that, out. That's what I was swinging. thinking, yeah. because I would almost think if I were to bet, I would bet the under because both teams run the ball so well. But like you think, you know, whatever, if, if each team has a, a couple beefy drives to start or close the game, like you're, you're definitely going to be under. Yeah, so maybe that's the matchup to look for. Christian McCaffrey could have over 100 yards in this game because the Chiefs really are not known for stopping the run very well, even though they are very good defense. So it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, give me San Francisco out of spite. We'll get Brando's pick on the Friday episode. Stay tuned for that. I think Brando and I are going to hop on and uh, really take a look at some of the more fun props. We usually do that every year. Our best, our best one, we're like, it was over two and a half players to throw a pass is one that we definitely called before the uh, the Rams Super Bowl. So maybe we'll take a look and see if that prop's available because so it's the it? Super Bowl. Everybody's pulling out trick plays. Was that, you it was like Joe it. Mixon. Joe Mixon threw yeah, a pass uh, Joe or something. Mixon, it was actually five people attempted a pass in that game. I think it was it, technically in the in the box score, it was four. We thought it was almost going to be five because one of the kickers, there was an extra point or something that was botched and the kicker rolled out with the ball cocked and then just got tackled and it didn't count as a pass attempt, but they almost had five in there. Yeah, it was, I want to say like, what is his name? Van Jefferson or something like that att- attempted a pass on the Rams side as well or Cooper Cup. Cooper Cub might have thrown a pass in that game. But yeah, and Joe Mixon definitely did. So maybe we'll look at that. Get a little Isaiah Pacheco action in there. Maybe Travis Kelce throwing a pass, former quarterback there, yeah. our, or at least throwing a lateral across the field. Hopefully it doesn't go as well this time, but we'll see how it goes. Well, Pat, uh, it was great to have you on and uh, get to catch up with you. Hopefully we'll get you on Wednesday. If not, though, hope you have a great time watching the Super Bowl. And uh, yeah, as always, go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.
to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.